You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. I guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to the Baby Daddy Chronicles. My name is Teroy Jackson, a future baby daddy. And I have, once again, a husband, a father, my man, John. How you doing today? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, before we get started, uh, like to ask everybody, how's your mental health? I, I can't say it's at like 100% right now, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, 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 in there. it's holding on there. If you had to rate it from a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, right now it's probably a good seven or eight. Okay, not bad. Damn, I can't find. This. I was looking for. I was looking for some. Hold on, I thought I found it. Um, my mental health is all right. Um, scale of one to ten, I'm at eight. How far along is she? <laughs> now I don't got no kids yet. Oh, oh, okay, okay. You said future. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I call myself future because sooner or later I'm going to have kids. But Oh, okay, yeah. okay. She's, she's, she's at uh, negative whatever at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So trying this new thing on how I like to start all my podcasts. I start the podcast with a uh, with a dad joke. So let's, I'm, um, it says, I'm afraid for the calendar. Its days are numbered. <laughs> so I figure I try something different. Um so let's get into it. I know having a son, that was a long journey for you and your wife. Oh, yeah. Um how do you like being a dad so far? It's amazing while also being a ton of work. Explain explain it for us. The best way I can explain it is uh Kids are a hobby mm-hmm. that you can't just stop or step away from. Mm. Like, so it's like almost an everyday chore. Yeah, yeah. There's there's parts of it that's just you know tedious and repetitive and absolutely unenjoyable. But like, oh, you know, terribly smelling diapers. You <laughs> um, you you're at you're at that stage now. Oh, oh, he's been at that stage for a long time. <laughs> you lose the uh, not-so-bad diapers after the first couple months. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard, like, once they start eating human food, it gets a whole lot worse. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it's... Mm. There are days that it's, like... It it competes against full adult feces. And it's, you're just like, come on, kid. Like you, I know you're eating the same things we are right now, but how? How does it worse? 
have you had the uh like the the diapers that go all go all, all up his back yet? No, okay, so I've learned from my internet research that what I mean, there are there are blowouts that happen, mm-hmm. right? And they'll come out the top of the diaper and if he's sat back against something, it'll like squeeze upwards sometimes, mm-hmm. but we haven't had a really bad problem. Okay. Especially if if he's wearing like a onesie and he blows out a diaper, if at all possible you can pull that onesie off downwards, do that. Otherwise you're gonna drag all that poop up his back and that's where that comes from. Mm. Have you had so I heard is I, I heard that with boys when you like when you changing them, you gotta change them quick. Cause once the once they hit air, the pee just comes out. Ah, yes. So, <laughs> Philly has been peed on and pooped on several times. Oof. I got peed on once or twice, but then I learned a little trick, and I, she never did it, but I did it every single time, and I stopped getting peed on. So, I would take a, um, we had a, a, a wipe warmer mm-hmm. thing at the time. I would take a warm wipe, and I would stuff it between his belly and the diaper and just let it sit there. And let the diaper hold it in place. And that would kind of like initiate the pee. Mm-hmm. Well, my theory is I didn't watch it to see it happen. I let the <laughs> diaper collect it, you know. And I'd take that out under the diaper and never beat on me again. Mm. So Okay, okay, okay. Remember that trick. Little dad tricks. I like that. What are some of the other experiences you had so far of being a father? Um. Well, honestly, my situation, like, I've been able to experience something probably more than, unfortunately, most fathers ever get to experience. And that's simply because one COVID going on. So there's a lot of things happening at home now. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was cool when I was working for a while, but then I lost my job. And I've been home for like a year. Can't find a job. That's a whole other subject, though. So anyways, because of that... I've been able to experience the entire first year of my son's life. Mm, that's and major. Yeah, it's huge because you get to see all the little things in how he grows or how they grow or whatever you have, you know, because, like, there are times I'll sit there be playing with him or whatever, and you can you can literally, literally see the moment, like, something clicks in his brain and he suddenly learns something new. And then he goes starts going crazy trying to <laughs> play like try and get better at it. Mm-hmm. So like you know, only a year old, but he's already running around the house, opening and closing doors, trying to find and play with the dogs. Finally got the dogs to be calm with him. Now he's got to like he's got to calm down with the dog. <laughs> he keeps trying to gouge their eyeballs up. So <laughs> crazy. How long? How long did it take him? How long did it take the animals to get used to him? Uh, they're still not quite. One dog pretty much spends the entire time running away from him. The other one, um, is that the one that don't like me? Yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah, he's he's, a <laughs> he's such a he looks old, yo. He looks like an old man. He, he does, and he's probably he's younger than the other dog. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody says it. He's got that old man mustache. Mm-hmm. Thing he going. does. <laughs> That's why I call him Ozzy. You know, he looks like an old man from Australia. <laughs> Boy. But, um, yeah, 
the the dog we had before we moved here, um, he was the most difficult because he's the one I raised, mm-hmm. and you know he's all he all I am his safe space, and that was fine for a while. But then we had a kid. I can't. I can't be his safe space. He has to find his, we had to, I had to retrain him basically to find a new safe space mm-hmm. um, in the house. And it's still, we're still working on it, but uh, you know, there was, there's, there's been a couple incidents where, you know, Koa gets a little bit too close to his face and you know, a kid is quick. Mm-hmm. You take your eye off of him for literally a second, look back and he's halfway across the house <laughs> playing with the dog and you're like how why, why did you stay there you dog <laughs> but um i've been doing a lot of work with him individually and he's he's calmed down a lot like okay. there's been a few incidents where he kind of like turns and like bites but it's mm-hmm. like that not a bite but i'm putting my teeth on you to mm-hmm. really give you a warning that i will bite you if you keep doing this and uh yeah, those are too close for us. So like it's like if I, if we can't get them out of that, then I have to find a new home for them at this mm-hmm. point. So it's hard. No, I understand. I understand completely. Um is being a father what you expected so far? Um I was not expecting to be around this much. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd be working more, but now it's I honestly it's been so great if I could find a work from home job and still be around and watch him grow, I'd be awesome. Uh but it, because of that, it. I think it's actually, I've enjoyed it more uh-huh. because I've been able to experience. Like I said, it's a, it's like a hobby. You can't stop. But if if you're only ever touching your hobby and just doing the hard work, and then somebody else is coming along and doing all the cool little parts that make it like worth everything, uh-huh. like all those little moments that you see him grow and all the like the first steps and all that stuff, you know. Um, if you're not there for that. It, I feel like it just, it doesn't feel as worth it, you know? Like, yeah, because you, you can't get that moment back. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll experience your first time experience mm-hmm. them, experiencing them doing that, and that's still great. But there is something special about seeing it, it in their exactly. eyes mm-hmm. the moment they just it all just clicks. It's like watching a world open inside of their heads. <laughs> I always wonder, like, how babies just decide, okay, I'm going to just walk today. Like, I always tried to figure that out. Oh, my God. This kid was trying to walk the day he came out. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Like, three months old, he, I'd be holding him, and he would just be, like, kicking his legs up off my legs to try and stand. And to the point where, like, he would just start standing. And we're like, Man, dude, slow down. Like, <laughs> chill. Like, <laughs> give us some time. <laughs> oh, man. Do you feel like, so... When the time comes, if you can't find a work from home job where you have to go back to work, are you ready for that adjustment? Um, unfortunately, that I think that time might be coming, and oh man, it's just the way everything was. It's just so much is stacked. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, maybe I can just start working Uber or something, Uber Eats. But like, man, we got so much car mm-hmm. maintenance we got to do. Like. I don't know if you saw the truck, but one of the back the back tire on the truck is completely blown. The, mm. the focus, uh, they're um, what's it called? I think there's squaring out mm-hmm. or something, so it like has this mad wobble on it when you go at certain speeds. Uh, and there's just little little things that have stacked up, and it's like you've got 
in the same way you could have credit card debt, it's mm-hmm. just like there's maintenance debt. Maintenance debt. Oh, definitely. I always feel like you know? You know, I saw this meme and it's very true. Uh, it was like when life goes right, your car gets jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Your car gets jealous and be like, hey. (laughs) My car and house are jealous right now. Yeah, yep. (laughs) I don't don't know what they're jealous of, but Mm. uh, all the attention Co is getting. That's that's what it is. It's like, we don't like this. We don't like this. What are some of the challenges that you face so far in being a dad? Um, Sleep changes. Mm. Uh, There are, there are. We've kind of figured out a system to where we can kind of get some better sleep, but a full night's sleep where nobody wakes up in the middle of the night or whatever, that still doesn't happen. I mean, that rarely happened to me anyways. Like, I didn't sleep well when I was Mm -hmm. before a kid. So, like, coming into this, I was already used to that kind of Mm -hmm. scattered sleep pattern anyways. But uh, Philly, you know, it takes a while to get used to once in a while, you know. So, Do you all have him on, like, a schedule? Yeah, we we trade on and off like who's gonna wake up with him, who gets to sleep in. Um, then we have uh, like today is 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 would be my uh, my what do we self care day, mm. right? This mm-hmm. is the day that I, you know, if I want to play with Koa and I can play with him, I can have fun. That's it. But like. I, it's really Philly's going to focus on Koa and focus on the house and let me just kind of relax, take care of my body, mind, and soul type of situation. So, you know, after this, I'll jump online and play some video games with my friends. And it's weird when you get to an age where even when you have all the time in the world, you still have to, like, schedule days to mm-hmm. play games with your friends. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, like, this is this is my day that I try to just relax and chill out, get my mental... Uh, capacities kind of balanced again. And I love that for you, man. That's important. Yeah, that's and important. She, like, she gets one too, so that's important. There's a lot of dads who don't have that outlet, so that's 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 very important. Um, if how many hours would you say he sleeps before he wakes up uh, during the night? He will wake up here and there. Like uh, we we co sleep is not a very popular thing. We get we get our own words about it, but. It it works for us, um, especially with the situation it is now. His room is kind of taken up, and mm-hmm. he doesn't do so well in cribs, um, and he's still breastfeeding. So at night, he'll wake up hungry. She can just kind of roll over and feed him, and then he goes back to sleep, and then we go back to sleep. So it's nice and easy. Mm-hmm. There's still an interruption in sleep, but it's not as long. So you can kind of go back into your sleep mm-hmm. and maybe get into REMs again. In the um, beginning, how difficult was it to kind of try to figure out the type of cries, like what the cries were for? Um, it was somewhat difficult. If if we didn't have the internet, Google, and YouTube, it would have been a lot more difficult. But mm. there's enough out there that you can kind of get a good grasp of what you're dealing with, enough that you can kind of tweak it a little bit to your own uh, offspring, you know, like, yeah, sure, this sound isn't going to be the same for every child, mm-hmm. but if you hear this <clears throat> noise, you know what's happening. He's, mm-hmm. okay, he's going to cry soon because you need a chance to diaper. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, a hungry cry is a little bit different than, uh, uh, I don't know, I need to burp cry or something. But, I mean, he was colic for a while, so he was just 
always crying. Mm. What explain what colic is? Uh, long periods of crying is mm. basically. I think it's um it's kind of an umbrella term that doctors use to say, yeah, we we don't know because the child can't speak and the child <laughs> can't tell us what's going on aside from crying and saying I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That could be anywhere between I have a tumor in my brain to you know I need to fart, like. Mm. It, you it, don't know. Yeah, you don't know. We're going to have to just let them cry and see if anything bad happens. It's, mm-hmm. it's a terrible way, but like... Hey, listen. What are you going to do? Let me tell you a story, right? So, I was three months premature. Came home. And I guess I got spoiled while I was in the hospital. While I was in, in, while I was in, uh, in, in ICU. I came home. My dad let me cry for a month straight. He was like... He told my mom, don't wake him up. Each day will get less and less. We, I, I can figure out what cry he needs, but if he's just crying because he just want to be in the bed, mm-mm. he's allowed to sleep in his own bed. And after a month, only cry when I need to cry. You know, you know what I realized is that, like, I always figure, right? I was like, damn, I was like, you would figure that babies would lose their voice from all the crying, but they don't. They kind of do. They become a little hoarse, but they still keep. They do, <laughs> it just goes from a high pitch to like a. <laughs> but man, the noise, it still stays the same level of volume. Mm-hmm. Um, how has a, how has a, how has your son changed the dynamic of your marriage? If it, if any. Oh man. Uh, I think honestly, with everything going on, and I don't know what it was, but, like, last month, it seemed like everybody was going through some sort of, like, relationship issue mm-hmm. or, like, some really deep problems. And yeah, I'm not going to lie, the dark cloud came over to this house, too, and and that kid has probably saved my marriage and my life. Like, I've mm. been in this situation. I've been unemployed because of, some like, the last recession that came through. I was kind of in the same situation. I ended up joining the Army, had a new plan, got my degree. Everything worked out until COVID. And now we're back to dealing with it again. But um, instead of, I still feel the level, the same level of, like, anxiety and everything. Mm-hmm. But the level of depression that came with everything is not nearly at the same level. And that's solely because like I say, you know, you can't, it's really hard to sleep in. It's really hard to sleep with a kid. He doesn't really let you sleep. But at the same time, we, we do this uh, co-sleeping thing. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you there is no better alarm clock than watching your kid slap your face (laughs) and seeing his smile as you wake up to see him. (laughs) So I've, I've, I've gone through a lot of alarm clocks, and that so far has been my favorite. I don't care if it's 4 o'clock in the morning. It's it's an alarm clock that will make you smile. Okay. What are some of the adjustments you've had to make so far as being as far as being a dad? Oh. There's, there's a level of temperament that as, as an adult that usually interacts with other adults – you don't think about having to, you know, uh, tone it down at all. Mm-hmm. But when you're around kids, you think about, like, 
let's say me and Philly get into an argument over something stupid and it gets heated for some reason. Well, we got to pay attention that he's watching that and he doesn't know that that's not about him. Mm -hmm. So we have to like see it in ourselves and stop and be like, okay, this is heated, but we need to talk to each other. Like we're just normally talking Mm -hmm. like, we we can't be this kind of level of passionate in a way a way that we speak because you know he doesn't quite understand what's happening if he's not around or if he's taking a nap then we'll go out to the porch and you know, we'll have we we like having deep conversations and deep conversations bring out emotion and that it gets heated but if you can walk away from a heated argument with you know uh, a better understanding of each other without any kind of like ill um feelings towards each other, then you, you experience growth. So mm-hmm. we don't, we don't try to avoid any kind of heated arguments, but now it's become more like we need to control a lot more of how we speak to each other. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Especially because kids be picking up on stuff. Yeah. Wake. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie. I've, I have an anger issue. I've always had kind of an ang- a explosive anger issue. Mm-hmm. And it's something I've always been working on, but I've probably had to put more work into it in the last year of my life than the 35 years that followed it mm. or came before it. That's interesting. Yeah, kids, kids would definitely do that to you. Um, I don't have any. I want some. I don't know if I want some yet, <laughs> but yeah, kids would definitely do that to you. Um, so let's 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 transition into this. With your kid being mixed and you being white, right? Mm-hmm. In a world where they're going to see him as an African-American pretty much. How, like, is there, how do you, how do you combat that? How do you face that? Um, you, there's, there's really no way to combat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just kind of have to accept that. You know, they are who they are, and the world is the way it is. Um, and all you can do is kind of like teach them what they have to do to survive and what they have to do in particular to make sure that they have a better chance. Um, but as far as what I'm worried about and uh, the things I have to think about every time he leaves the house or anything. Yeah, it's it's a completely different situation because I can't, you know, watch the world and not feel, mm-hmm. okay, you know, he's going to have a little bit of a target on his back. I can walk around here because uh, where we live is really mixed. You know, there's a, a lot of different cultures out here. So, you know, it's it's it doesn't feel like there's any kind of majority out here. Mm-hmm. So it seems cool, but I know, I've been around the country there are places that's more white than i'm white and it's i would feel uncomfortable there so i know mm-hmm. if like we ever anything ever happened we had to move out somewhere i know that anywhere away from the east coast you're just you're not going to feel that nice mixed kind of area yeah i mean you get a far far west coast but if you ever look at any kind of like uh maps that show kind of like data of like where the majority of races are kind of like mm-hmm. culminating in the U.S. It's like entire East Coast and West Coast, and then everything in the middle is just like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Especially because like he's mixed, but as soon as they see D as a black mom, he's going to be like, oh, he's black. 
And mm. it's just, it just basically takes the other side right out the window. And he gets treated as such. But it's like, and sometimes I just, for for um, mixed babies, I fear. Because it's like, I always try to figure out, babies don't know no better. So mm-hmm. it's like, why are the parents teaching them this? Yeah. Because that's the only way they learn. And then it's like, it's so ingrained in them to where they lose their innocence. And now we got people dying every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try my best to teach them that, like, people are individuals. And, you know, TV and people on the radio and movies, they, they try to box us in mm-hmm. to these things. But, I mean, your your race, it, I mean, technically we're all fucking mixed. Like, I, have, I haven't done a 2 and 23 in me, but... Shit, I don't know what's in me. Mm-hmm. He, I know he's mixed with a bunch of stuff because you look at him and he can, he could pass for almost anything at this mm, point. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's in that perfect little center. Um, but I don't know where the world's going, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that could be a benefit, or it could be a, a, a disadvantage. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, so it's more like have hope for the world. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's heading in the right direction, you know. Um, mixed couples are far more prevalent. Mm-hmm. You yeah, see them a lot more often. Uh, mixed kids are way more um, spread out around the United States and everything. So, like, no matter where you go, you're going to run into mixed people. So uh, I feel like for him, he's going to be able to grow up in this world where um, race may not matter as much because he comes from so much. And mm. the color of his skin is literally just, it's a color. It's not a culture, you mm-hmm. know? Like if I say black, that I can I can tell you 15 different cultures that are black. Mm-hmm. I can tell you 15 different cultures that are white, but they're completely different from each other. So they're just colors, you know? Um but he's going to come with a splash of culture, you know. He's he's going to be half Jamaican and <laughs> this weird white side of him. He's been <laughs> kind of Scottish, Spanish, and whatever else mixes in there. But, mm-hmm. you know, that Ameri- I'll just call it up to a chop it up to like American, Americanized culture. You know, that's one half. And then you guys get Jamaican culture on the other half. So, What are some of the values that you uh, plan on instilling in him? Oh, aside from the standard, you know, courage, bravery, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, respect for other people. Like, not in a, uh, you know, you need to respect the authority and like, hold, make sure that whenever someone says something, you respect their word as if it's, like, an authoritative word. I mean, like, respect the fact that, you know, like I said earlier, people are individuals, like, you can hear all about one person and then you talk to them and realize, okay, so half the stories about you are just kind of like exaggerated and you're actually a normal dude. Uh-huh. Cool. All right. And that's, man, going through high school, I've had people try to bully me, but I never really got bullied. Like, I, I always dealt with bullies one way or another that never resulted in me having to fight them or half of them became my friends. So, like... I kind of knew where they came from. You kind of get to understand someone better and you communicate. Mm-hmm. So I think that value of communication, respect and communication, I think that's a, probably one of the biggest 
values. I'm going to instill in him. Okay. I respect the communication. I like that. Um, from once he was born to where you're at now, are you where you thought you would be as a dad? I, I honestly think I'm doing better than I thought I would do. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm proud of that. But again, I, it's, it's like, it's a skill, you know, mm-hmm. look at me. I've, I've had the first full year with him. So like I've, I've been able to tweak my skills and get better at it and figure out how to deal with him and get in touch with him mentally. So like he makes a noise and I kind of know what he wants type of deal. So, you know, you can't only get that by spending time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like practicing a skill. You know, you're going to spend 50,000 hours to master a skill. Well, how are you going to master raising your kid if you're only spending a weekend talking to them? That's facts. What were some of your concerns before he was born, like as far as you and being a dad? Oh, man. Before he was born, oh, man. There's there's always the, oh, man, I, I hope he's not special needs of mm-hmm. any kind. I hope he doesn't have any kind of... I don't know. Deficiencies? If, yeah, some mm-hmm. sort of uh, mutation or whatever. But um, then there's the, I I hope he makes it. I hope nothing happens beforehand. Uh, even afterhand, you know, it's like, the, you know, SIDS exist. So, like, you're constantly, I mean, there were nights that I couldn't sleep simply because I wanted to make sure he was still breathing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I was freaking out over nothing. <laughs> But um, I yeah I don't I don't know it's how long did it, okay right so how long did it take you to settle in to being a dad because that like with the mom right I think with the moms it's a little more natural because the baby's inside of them with us with with men it takes us a minute so how long did it take you to like settle in like oh snap like yo like I'm a I got a whole human being I got to take care of like I got a whole person I created. Oh man, honestly, it it really did not take me long. Like, okay. I kind of adapted to it pretty quickly. But I mean, I came into it older than most people go into mm-hmm. having their first kid. So I've already experienced a lot of different forms of life in one way or another. So like having to adapt to a new situation right off the suddenly is is like all right, here we okay. go again. <laughs> um, do you have any regrets so far? In your dad journey? Oh, absolutely none. Okay. Nah, not one. Okay, I like I like that answer. I like that answer, man. Yeah. Like it's been hard. There's been days, but so it, it break down one of those days for us. Oh, there are there. So when he, I guess it, I guess what makes a kid, a baby, a toddler is the moment they start walking because they're toddling around. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know that. I thought it was when they started talking. I thought it was like, you know, the age of two, mm-hmm. three, four. It was like, you know, it's the transition between they're, they're not a baby, but they're also not a kid yet. Mm-hmm. You know? But no, it's when they just start walking, they're officially a toddler. Um, so I guess when he hit that point, he was like, yeah, I'm going to have some days where I'm going to let you experience some terrible twos, even though I'm only one. <laughs> and man, he just, he wants to get into everything he's not supposed to get into. 
He wants to mess with the dogs. He wants to try and get in the electrical outlets. He wants to pull the Xbox away. He wants to try and slap the TVs. He wants to get into the fish tanks. He wants to run outside the front door and run the street or something. Oh, he just wants to do everything bad. And it, <laughs> it wears you down. And there are days like, you know, maybe I'll have to be out all day. And Philly has the experience just that by herself. No relief. And then, you know... I got to return the favor. So we give her a day and then I got to experience this all day. No relief. Like, oh, kid, give me a break. (laughs) The only break I get is when you go down for a nap. So do you like him better when he was an infant or as, or as he's walking now? Oh, he's walking now. Oh yeah. He's, he's now starting to get into like playing with toys and different Mm -hmm. things. So it's really fun to teach him. And plus, you get to the point where he, like, really starts learning things. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes really fun teaching him. Um, especially, you know, I always I already showed that I'm kind of obsessed with seeing this point where mm-hmm. he clicks in his brain and he's just like, oh, I learned it. Now let me try it. And, you know, um, so, yeah, I think, honestly, the older he gets, the more fun it gets. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always those moments that you'll find and will hold as special for, like, forever. But... I think they get more fun. So so far, he's been getting more fun okay. as he's getting. I can't wait till he's get to that age where like he can start. I don't know, really playing games and. So break down for us like a regular father son day for y'all, like what that looks like. Oh man, um, if it's a good day, usually we'll kind of like run around the house playing games. Um, I mean, he only he only does so much, so mm-hmm. he likes to play kind of peekaboo and. Um, run around outside. He likes coming in the shed and just stomping on the ground because it makes that deep <laughs> noise. Uh, he likes spinning things, and he'll... Um, well, his favorite activity with me is, like, we'll put on uh, Super Simple Songs or Gracie's Corner or something mm-hmm. on, like, YouTube, and then we've got this yoga ball, and he just... He loves just sitting on my... Well, basically, he'll jump on up and down on my lap and we'll just bounce on the yoga ball mm-hmm. and watch cartoons or whatever and he'll spend an hour to do it. most time I'll do that to kind of put him down for a nap okay but yeah he'll doing that or playing with his puzzles clawing around doing whatever baby things so it's <laughs> nothing really exciting for right mm-hmm. now you know daddy koa day is like well <laughs> I guess I'm gonna be kind of just watching him do stuff all day mm-hmm. is do you do you have like dad friends you give into that go to have certain to have like certain experiences on being a dad? You they could draw that advice from, or who do you draw that advice from? Oh, honestly, I've been getting a lot of my advice from like uh, research on mm-hmm. internet type stuff, like actual studies and stuff like that. Because you know, I'll ask there. There are people I know that are dads, you know, and my dad. You know, I have a communication with him, but um. I, I can get advice through different people, but I also like going on and being like, hey, we're, you know, we're in this day and age where we have the internet. We mm-hmm. have people who've been doing these studies for generations to say, hey, this may be what we've been doing for a long time, but this has been shown to be the much better way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So when you come across those, you're like, oh, cool. I'm going to try the route that says this is the better way because it's been studied. Okay. Yeah. And last question before I get into my next segment. How is the dynamic with uh, the grandparents and your son? 
I think it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're um I, I'm guessing you're talking about my parents and my son or just in general. In general. In general. Okay. Yeah, I mean they all they all love him. Okay. Koa, you can't not love Koa, man. <laughs> it's great. But um I wish we could see my parents more, but they live way farther than uh her parents. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he gets to spend more time with uh her family. But it makes more sense too, because even though it, it's she gets he gets to see his grandma and everything, it's really her sisters that he gets to play with mm-hmm. because she she still has some young sisters and mm-hmm. Koa loves playing with them. So uh, it's a lot easier to take him there versus in the future, it'll probably be a lot more fun to go towards my parents because they live over by the beach. So once he gets to that age where he can start like building sandcastles mm-hmm. and playing fun like that, oh yeah, he's, he's going to want to go to the other side. But right now, yeah, it's a lot of, it's, a little bit more fun to go see uh, Glamma is how we call it. <laughs> okay. Um, so my last segment, right? Um, two questions for you. The first question, give us a funny dad story that you've, that you've experienced so far. Oh, man. That's a toughie. Oh, man. There was, I, I don't know how funny this is, because a lot of it's, like, in the moment type mm-hmm. of deal. It's hard to explain why it's so funny. But, um, yeah, when he started, like, learning how to, like, crawl out of the bed, mm-hmm. kind of, and walk around and stuff, um, he started going through this time where uh, he'd wake up from, an, usually he wakes from a nap and he starts crying, you go get him and stuff like that. But um, he reached this point where he'd kind of wake up and just kind of look around and not really make noise. And we'd just like, oh, we'd see him. He's like, oh, look, he's up. And I was, I was just saying, you know, one day we're going to be sitting out here talking and he's going to come waddling around the corner. And we're like, oh, look who's up from their nap. <laughs> I sh- probably like two days later, he does it. <laughs> we're all just sitting there we're like finally put him down for a nap cool let's go watch this movie that we can't play because he's in the room probably five minutes into the movie waddle 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 hi and we're like hi <laughs> <laughs> like I just put you down <laughs> you're still less than a year man come on <laughs> Um. do you so to harp on that before I get to my next question do you believe that even though like they can't fully understand it, that they can comprehend kind of what's going on in the movies they're supposed to be watching? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, honestly, because some stuff I'll be watching and he'll he'll kind of walk out and he'll mm-hmm. see, and he seems to have no reaction to it. Um, and then you'll put on like other cartoons and stuff. He'll seem to like it. Uh, there's certain music videos he really likes. Like, he really likes her and he likes SZA. So, mm-hmm. every time you turn it on, he's going to go run into the TV and <laughs> smile and bounce. And He got good taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Um, but, and there was there was one time I, I was watching YouTube and I came up with these clips of, like, the best Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan fights or something. And um, he started just cracking up at fight scenes. And... It went into these other, like, not Jackie Chan, and it was mm-hmm. just, like, gruesome. Like, people really getting really slaughtered and bo- dying, and he is just laughing. <laughs> and we're like, okay, I don't understand why he's enjoying this so much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't tell if he 
I think he's really just kind of seeing shapes mm-hmm. and like he he likes the fight scenes because it's like quick moving shapes mm-hmm. and like he kind of makes out people and stuff like that. He doesn't quite understand what's happening. You know, he doesn't understand people getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't understand blood means I don't know pain or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, uh, so he just kind of sees movements and shapes and colors, and he that's that's his enjoyment at this point. Okay. I don't think he's, I think he's. Vision probably isn't developed as much as much as okay. it is. Yeah, like I've realized when babies find something funny, they find it funny. Yeah, and he will find the most random things funny. Like there were days where he'll just like be sitting there and just start laughing at something in the corner of the room. Or like, come on, is there a ghost in here? <laughs> I mean, at least they seem like a nice ghost who are like comedians to kids. But what are you laughing at, kid? <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> Oh man, and then my last segment of the parenting corner of the parent corner. Give us some parenting tips that you've learned so far. Okay, so uh warm diaper or warm wipe in between the diaper and the tummy mm-hmm. early on really helps. Um as they get older, I don't think it works as much, but your skills in Diaper changing will be enough that, like, mm-hmm. I still haven't been peed on in a while. He, he hasn't peed on us, either of us in a long time. He's okay. pretty good about that now. Um, at, for at least the first year, there's really, from everything that we read and heard about the first year, there's this common conception of, like, yeah, you hear him cry, just let him cry it out. You don't need to comfort him. Yeah, no, we, every single time he starts crying, we're right there. You know, it's like the first year, they don't understand mm-hmm. why you're there or why you're not, or they have, they have to learn. It's, yeah, no, be there to comfort them. Know that they, you are their safe space and that you are there to protect them. That's what we we believed, um, and I think it's worked out. He's super loving kid, um, learning super fast, growing really fast, and... Uh, he's shy around some people, but then he warms up really quick, and mm-hmm. his he just wants to explore everything. But if we're not like around him, he's a little bit more hesitant. So it like I like being seeing him have the confidence to go off and do something mm-hmm. simply because he knows we're around. Mm-hmm. He he wants to know. Okay, if something happens, my parents are right here. They got me. Yep, exactly. I get it. I get it man. He's, again, he's only like. 14 months, 13 months. Mm-hmm. So, no, 12 months. I'm sorry, 14 months. Yeah. So, I did the math wrong there. Um, so, yeah, he's only 14 months old, and he's he's basically at the same level like you would expect like a two year old to be running around. That's impressive, man. Uh, I, there's the side of like, you know, anybody can get any kid type of situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could have another one, and they just want to grow super slow. Do y'all plan on having another one? Uh, not anytime soon. Okay. But, like, the idea is still existent. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's more of a win. Like, we're not we're not about to go jump and try and start doing anything mm-hmm. right now because mm-hmm. definitely not in a situation that we can start anything. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, the idea is nice. Right now, hell no. <laughs> and one kid is enough. Mm-hmm. If it, I I think once he gets to the point where like we don't necessarily he I think potty trained 
like once he's potty trained, then maybe I'll be like, okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. you can be on top of it. I feel like it's probably easier at that point. They're they're kind of more self sufficient type mm-hmm. deal, and you can focus more on a baby again because mm-hmm. babies are a lot, a lot of work. work. A lot of work. Yeah, I agree with you on that, man. All right, man. I appreciate you getting on, man. Um, you have any social media anything you want to plug in? Oh man, no. Okay. I, handy Hendo, but I haven't even started that yet. All right. <laughs> I appreciate you getting on, man. Um, everybody, man. If y'all want to start a podcast, go to www.theaverageshowmedia.com. Here, you hear uh, pristine quality like this because, as always, this is an average Joe Media production. And then uh, continue to, the response so far has been good to the podcast. Continue to rate, review, subscribe, like on Apple Podcasts. Give me feedback. Dads, if you have any stories, want me to touch on any topics, you can email me at babydaddychroniclespod at gmail.com. Um, hit me up on Instagram, babydaddychroniclespod. Twitter's babydaddychron, C-H-R-O-N. And, um, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all. And it's your future baby. It's your future baby daddy signing off. I'll see y'all next episode. Once again, thanks, John, man. Yeah, take care. Peace. Well, ain't no bad. That's just my baby. Baby daddy crying. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, crazy daddy.